Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unbox podcast. My name is Rhys and this is episode number 35 of the 2020 Visions section of the podcast, which is where I talk about the US presidential election that is going on November the 3rd this year. Uh, and of course all the other elections going on on that date, but this will be mainly focused on the presidential election. Uh, Today it is time to have a look at something the president has said, which is something so often um, that we have to to look at, Um, and it is that Donald Trump has today uh, said that the election of November the 3rd should be delayed. Because, and I quote, it will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent in history. Uh, He also says that the autumn election would be a great embarrassment to the country. Um, Now, this is interesting because Donald Trump had previously said no, he would not uh, even suggest that the election should be postponed. Uh, I remember. I think I've probably done a podcast on it because it was definitely this year. He said, "Look at the look at the Democrats. They're the ones making this story up." But now he appears to have done a 180 on that fact. Um, yes, Donald Trump has said that there should be this delay. Um, but can he do anything about it? Is there any credence in his argument? And what will eventually happen? That's what I'm going to have a look at today on the podcast. Um, in short, the president himself can do, uh, let me think, nothing uh, to change the date of the election. Um, elections are organised and uh, the dates for them are set by the United States Congress and their dates are in federal law. Um That means that the president can't just change it uh, as the prime minister technically uh, could have before the fixed term parliament act in the UK. um, Just change the date willy nilly depending on when was best for the government or for whatever. Um, No, election dates have to be set through an act of Congress, which would be required to change them. Something uh, that is set in the constitution as uh, some dogs go off in the in the background, uh, something set in the Constitution is the inauguration date, which is the uh, I think it's either the twentieth or the twenty first of January. Um, it is always that date because uh, the presidential term is four years, no more, no less. Inauguration happens at exactly the same time, on exactly the same date, every four years. So even if the election does manage to get pushed back by a congressional law or something like that, um, it it, it couldn't change the the date of the inauguration unless they went to all the trouble of a new constitutional amendment, which I think uh, is a little bit far fetched just to change the date of the election. Now, why has Trump called for this? Well, it's really around the postal voting and mail-in voting. Uh, And he wrote on Twitter, as he always does, 
Um, with universal mail-in voting, brackets, not absentee voting, which is good, 2020 will be the most inaccurate, capitals, and fraudulent, capitals, election in history. It will be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can vote, sorry, can properly, securely, and safely vote. Uh, now, I have done a podcast on the mail-in ballots and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, and if you want to know more about my arguments that I'm going to summarise in the next couple of minutes, um, I recommend you go back and have a look at that. It'll be on my 2020 vision section of the podcast. Um, I think it's around episode 28 or so. Um, so. You can have a look back to find out more of the of the data. And I think I linked some of it in the descriptions there. Um, but the, the mail-in in voting system, the arguments that Trump is making ring very hollow, I'm afraid. Um, it is... Well, it has been the subject of numerous studies, uh, mail-in voting, by both Democratic and Republican uh, officials in the Department of Justice, in both the Bush and Obama administrations. Uh, and both times uh, they found what I believe was called a statistically negligible quantity of voter fraud on uh, mail-in ballots, which is the main argument that Trump is raising against the use of this system and why it is going to be uh, the most fraudulent election ever. Um, so yeah, there, there, there isn't much of a statistical leg to stand on. Add to that the fact that the president votes by mail, the attorney general votes by mail, the vice president votes by mail. I believe Ivanka Trump uh, votes by mail. And suddenly the arguments against um, mail-in votes seem to dissipate because surely if it's good enough for the attorney general to feel confident that his vote will not be tampered with. Uh, the attorney general, the, the figurehead and the head of the Department of Justice if he can vote thinking, yeah, my vote is going to count the way I put my cross in the box or press the button because America has a, uh, a slightly different way to voting than we do in the UK. Indeed, sometimes even very state by state. Um, but if they feel confident voting by mail, why is it so fraudulent and why is it so uh, much of a danger to this 2020 election? And essentially what Trump is doing here is he is setting the narrative up for um, for his refusal to accept the election, if that's what happens, if it goes the way of Joe Biden, which would put it in a constitutional quandary. Um, and he is also setting up the, the groundworks for riling up his base, um, firstly in the election campaign and potentially after the election result. Again, assuming that the former vice president and current front runner in the polls, although, as always, take them with a pinch of salt. Um, they didn't exactly get it on the nose last time. Um, but if he wins the election, then Trump will be able to turn around and say, look, I was telling you about all of this all along. They've stolen the election from me. Um, it, it is a political move. I, I, it can't really be, be clearer than that. Um, another reason that this particular outburst may have been political 
is because it came on exactly the same day um, and pretty much the same time that it was announced the US economy shrank at a rate of 32.9% in the April to June quarter. Um, That is the worst quarterly plunge in uh, the US economy ever, including the 1929 uh, stock market crash and the ensuing Great Depression. The US economy has never shrunk by more than this in a quarter. And, well, let's just say that um, (laughs) um, Donald Trump's election mantra, Donald Trump's campaign strategies, very heavily rely on a strong economy. This US economy is not in a good enough position for Trump to play the economy card successfully in November. So he either has to distract from it and try and go down a different tactic, which seems to be what he is doing, um, or he has to hope and pray um, that there is a bounce back, that America recovers very, very quickly, um, so he can be touting uh, an an amazing economic miracle by November. Um, It looks like that economic miracle is not just around the corner, although it is always very hard to read uh, the economic situation, but it doesn't look like um, they will be on a, a swift bounce back, given that states are still going into lockdown, still seeing rising case numbers. Um, so he may have to turn elsewhere for his big wins in 2020. Because he has to win on something if he's going to win the overall argument. Um, the economy is normally the biggest uh, steer in the way people vote, even if they don't know the precise GDP uh, per capita, they know if they have enough in their bank to spend more. Um, they know if the price of things have gone up. They know if the availability of things have gone up. And all of that revolves around the economy. So whether it's explicit or implicit understanding of how well the country is doing, it, um, yes, it, the economy is normally the biggest steer. So Trump has to find something fast uh, in order to replace it. Now, I mentioned a little while ago about Trump not uh, accepting the result, perhaps. Um, Every losing candidate of the two major parties, since we had these two major parties, or since the Americans had these two major parties, uh, has accepted the result of the election after the election. Um, It just helps. Uh, If the loser accepts they've lost, there is no argument that they have lost. Even uh, in the hotly contested 2000 presidential election, once it went to the Supreme Court, Gore dropped his um, appeal and uh, conceded the election. What Trump did not commit to doing, however, in a recent Fox News interview with Chris Wallace, which I recommend people check out, uh, it's a very good interview, um a clangor for the president. It really dropped the ball in that interview. Um, But in uh, that interview, he refused to commit to honouring or respecting 
the result of the election. And that's a problem. Because, like I said earlier, he has committed followers. Uh, he has followers who would follow him to the end of the earth, who would follow him if he pulled out a gun and shot someone on Fifth Avenue. As he said in, I think it was the 2016 election campaign. Um, so, if he doesn't accept the election, he could have uh, what may look like an army behind him. And that poses big questions. Um, in that interview, uh, when asked whether he would accept the results, he said, I have to see. Look, I have to see. I'm not going to just say yes. I'm not going to say no. And I didn't last time either. Which is, um, yeah, it's what he said last time. He won last time, so we didn't have to face this argument. He might not win this time. So we we don't know. Um, now, there has been some reaction to uh, the delaying of the election or the announcement of possibly delaying the ele- election by Trump, although we do know that he has no power in the matter. Um, Democratic representative, so member of the House of Representatives, Zoe Lofgren, uh, she is the chair of the House Committee Overseeing Election Security, has rejected a delay, saying only Congress can change the date of our elections and under no circumstance will we consider doing so to accommodate the president's inept and haphazard response to the coronavirus pandemic or give credence to the lies and misinformation he spreads regarding the manner in which Americans can safely and securely cast their ballots. So that's a pretty unequivocal uh, response. Uh, Even Republicans don't like the idea of changing the date of the election. Republican Senator Ted Cruz told journalists we should not deny the election. And Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham, a senator from South Carolina, uh, said, I think delaying the election probably wouldn't be a good idea. So it doesn't look like um, he will be delaying it. Uh, Now, uh, I did also mention one bit about the the voter for all. I've just found some uh, more stats on that um, there are currently uh, five states which exclusively use postal votes or these mail-in votes to have ballots. Um, And in those five states, they say they have the right safeguards in place to ensure the vote is not disrupted. Um, And, uh, yeah, even in these states with all mail votes, there is no evidence postal voting will result in widespread voter fraud. Um, Security experts are also saying that all forms of voter fraud are rare, including absentee ballots. Uh, There was actually an interesting stat I saw on, I believe it was John Oliver's show last week tonight, um, an older episode, saying there's actually more fraud in in in-person voting than there is in mail-in voting. So not much credence to Trump's claims, saying this will be, in my opinion, the most corrupt election in the history of our country. So um, that is all the time we have today. Uh, I want to thank you very much for listening. Uh, I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode of the podcast. And until then, goodbye. Mm-hmm.